and welcome to the Celebrating Autism podcast. I am your host, Melanie, and I am a special education teacher, and I also have a master's degree in special education with an emphasis in autism. This is a podcast for teachers, parents, and other professionals who want to learn practical strategies and tools to create a world that caters to all people, including individuals on the autism spectrum. Along the way, you will get to hear some amazing stories that celebrate autism and are guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So let's get started on our journey to making our world a more inclusive place, one strategy at a time, along with improving the lives of people with autism and their families. In this episode today, we are kicking off 2021, talking about what I'm gonna do coming back from break in my classroom, uh, what new things I'm going to incorporate virtually, what I've been doing already, and just kind of reset. You know, getting back from break and trying new things, getting out of my comfort zone, reconnecting with my staff and being better than ever. So I'm so excited to break this down for you guys and happy new year. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and happy new year. I hope everybody had a great holiday break. I know that when I go on holiday break, I definitely try to unplug don't check my email, just really do what I want to do and get recharged for going back. The school that I teach at is a year-round schedule, so we get a little extra break, which feels really nice. So I'm using this time to record some episodes and get back to it. It was really awesome to reflect back at the end of the year and really look at the data from the podcast. You know, this is something that I do for fun. It's a hobby. It's to help people. It's really just a passion project. So I try not to look at the data too much, but it's fun to look and see who's listening and how many people and what episodes people like. It's been really awesome to see. So I'm really excited to take that information and um, go with that in the new year. So I'm really excited for this year. I really want to try to get some more guests on the podcast. It's been so fun uh, hearing other people's stories, especially that two-part episode series with Tracy McDonald from Autism Speaks. That was one of my favorite experiences um, recording this podcast. So I'm really hoping to do some of that and really just help you guys with whatever you need. So today I just want to talk about attendance and participation during virtual learning. So I have had really, really great success doing this so far. Um, My students are coming to Zoom, they're engaged. We almost have 100% attendance and participation every week, uh, which is super awesome. My staff and I always talk about how amazing it is to see everybody coming on and and getting on the computer, even, even though it would be so easy for them just to sleep through it or disconnect, but you can tell the students really want to come because we've built a really awesome community. I talked about that a bit when I first started this podcast. The first couple episodes were about building classroom community and getting students to buy in. And that's the biggest thing that you can do, right? Like you need to be the biggest reinforcer for your students. They should show up because they want to learn from you. They want to see you. They want to be in your community. So that is something we've been able to do. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how we've been able to do that. A couple things. So I just want to talk a little bit about what our schedule is looking like right now, because I know for people listening, it might look different for you. So at the school that I teach at, we are on a hybrid schedule right now because of the pandemic. So two days a week, I teach in person for students that have opted to come in person. And the rest of the three days are virtual days. So two days a week in person, 
three days a week virtual. Now, those in-person days, I have a handful of students who are coming in person and my staff comes in person, but then I have another set of students that are choosing to stay virtual because they don't want to come in, they don't want exposure, they wanna stay safe at home, which is totally fine. That's an option that our school provides. So with that comes the added challenge of teaching my in-person students and my virtual students at the same time. Now, my staff and I have played around with how to do this. We've done a lot of trial and error. And what we found really works is to keep my virtual schedule pretty much the same as my in-person schedule. So we're on Zoom at eight, from eight to nine, and we're on Zoom from 10 to 11. So when I'm in person with my students, they come at 7.15, we take that time, that first 45 minutes to wash our hands, do a check-in, do you have your wallet, do you have your keys, do you have your bus pass, um, all of the things that they need to have before going on a job site. Now we're not going on job sites right now, um, and if you haven't listened to this podcast before, just for reference, um, I teach transition age students with special needs. So we work on life skills um, like job interviews, laundry, cooking, mobility, all of that kind of stuff. So that's just a little backstory if you haven't listened to previous episodes. Um, so yeah, those 45 minutes when they come in are really important just to make sure we're set up for the day. Um, and that 45 minutes goes by so quick. All of a sudden it's eight o'clock and I got to get on Zoom for my virtual students. So I pull up Zoom on my teacher computer that is hooked up to a projection system. Um, so I can project my students on Zoom on the big screen so that my in-person students can see them. So that's really fun and that's awesome that they can see them. And then you have to think, okay, well, how are my virtual students going to see my in-person students. So that's kind of where the trial and error came in. So what we did was I would bring my personal laptop that has a webcam and I set it up on like a moving stand that I can be on Zoom on that computer and I can be on Zoom on my teacher computer. And we kind of, one of my staff members just takes the computer around to my in-person students um, so that the virtual students can see the in-person students. Kind of hard to explain um, on this podcast through words. It's more of like, you'd have to kind of see it. So I hope that you could kind of follow what that looks like. Um, so that's been working really well for us, really maintaining that community. Even though some students are in person, some are virtual on those two days, everybody still feels a part of the class. Everybody's still involved. I'm sharing my screen on my teacher computer so everyone can see it. My in-person students can see it on the big screen on the projector and my virtual students can obviously see it because I'm sharing my screen on Zoom. So that's been really awesome for really continuing to make that community strong and special. Another thing that has been really awesome is getting creative with Google Slides. So I don't know if any of you are using Google Slides, but it is such an awesome tool for independent work and also teaching group lessons. You can do, you know, drag and drop, you can do you can embed videos. It's really, really a great tool. And you can even challenge your students to make their own Google Slides, which is something that we wanna do moving forward um, now that they've been familiar with doing Google Slide activities that have been assigned to them. Um, it's been really great because you can, you can make a copy of a Google Slide if you really liked the way that you formatted it. And then you can just change the text 
on each slide to fit whatever theme you're doing. So for example, if you're doing budgeting and you, you want to, then you want to do a mobility, but you really liked the theme, you really liked the work you put into uh, add your Bitmoji or make the slides different colors or put in backgrounds or certain fonts. And you don't want to redo that all again on your, on your mobility slide presentation, then just make a copy file, make a copy of your budgeting presentation, and then just switch it around um, to fit your mobility lesson. So that's been really awesome. Um, and I did just mention Bitmoji. That has been so much fun to include your Bitmoji into your Google Slides. Um, there's so many options uh, with your little character. It just makes it the lessons more engaging and the students really enjoy it. Something else I've been doing with Bitmoji is um, I will give a student remote control access, which is something that you can do on Zoom if the student is not on a Chromebook. So keep in mind, it doesn't work on an iPad, it doesn't work on a Chromebook, but if a student is on a desktop if, or if they're on a laptop, um, you can give their, your students remote control access when you're sharing your screen, and then they can control the drag and drop if you're doing Google Slides. So for our morning meeting, we have a Google Slide presentation that we use from um, the SPED Adulting, the Adulting Made Easy, which is super awesome. She is so amazing. And I give remote control access to one of my students and she is in charge of running the morning meeting, which is super awesome. She wants to be a teacher. She really loves doing the morning meeting and then she can put her own Bitmojis into it too. So that's been a really um, awesome added feature in Zoom that I've been playing with and really, really like. Another really cool thing about Zoom that we've been using a lot are the breakout rooms. So if you're the host of the meeting, you can create small groups and it's really awesome, especially um, with staff because you can put your staff or even two staff in a breakout room with a group of students and they can be working on, you know, whatever you want them to work on. So for example, if the way I use it is I love using it for, for budgeting because we have a lot of different ability groups in our class. And, um, you know, I have some students that are working on calculator skills, but then some students who are taking it to the next level and really filling out their budgeting sheet with deposits and withdrawals and current balance. Um, and then I have another subset of students that are really taking it to the next level and budgeting out big numbers. So, um, you know, multiple life expenses. So rent, groceries, bills, you know, maybe a car payment, maybe a bus pass. So then we're another staff member is working with that group. So it's really nice to separate out into three groups. And then I provide a Google slide lesson for each of those groups. And the staff is just in charge of running it. And that way I can flip to the different groups and see how it's going and uh, see if I need to support or I can simply take data. So that's a really awesome way to use Zoom, doing breakout groups. That's been really awesome. So things that I'm going to continue, Zoom breakouts, the Google Slides, and also Google Classroom. I've been doing Google Classroom now for the last quarter. Our, our school is on a quarter system, and I'm definitely going to continue using it going forward. It's a really nice way to just keep everything organized, and it plays so nicely with all of the Google things like it plays so nice with Google Slides, with Docs, with Sheets, with Forms. You can have them do a survey. So that is a really great tool um, and I really highly recommend doing it if 
that is something that your school is okay with you using. It's just a really nice place to keep everything organized. Another thing I really want to work on in the new year is getting those two or three students who they show up to Zoom, you know, they participate, but then when it's time for independent work off of Zoom, sometimes they don't turn in their stuff, right? Like, you know, they show up to the Zoom, which is like the hardest part is just, you know, showing up. Um, and then, you know, the independent part is after lunch and I'm waiting for them to turn in their work and nothing comes in. So there's, I only have about two or three students um, who are in that category. And that's a goal of mine this year is really, really trying to pull them in more, really trying to connect. And maybe some ways I can do that are getting into a breakout group and talking with them, you know, asking, you know, why this isn't getting done. Maybe I can set up a separate Zoom with them in the afternoon so that we're doing the work together just to ensure that it's getting done. Um, that's definitely gonna be a goal of mine going forward. And adding more small group Zoom times for my staff. I know that they are really interested in wanting to do that. So I really wanna incorporate times in our schedule where my staff is on Zoom with a group of students working on specific IEP goals and taking data on those. Uh, that's something that I definitely want to do more of going forward. And I'm just so lucky to have awesome staff that really want, love their job and really want to work in small groups and really connect with the students because when your staff is bought in, it really makes that community so much better. And it just makes it so that everybody's on the same page and everybody wants to be there. And when students really see that the whole team wants to be there and is there for them, that is huge. I mean, that's just what students need and what they want and why we're here doing the jobs that we're doing. So that's just a couple things that I'm really excited about going into the new year, a couple things that I want to work on. And I really wanted this first episode to just be a recap of, you know, everything that I want to do going forward and just to refresh everybody and just to refresh it's kind of just like a brain dump of everything that I've been doing and things that I want to do. And maybe that resonates with you. And I would love to hear from you guys uh, what kind of episode topics you would love to hear. So please connect with me on Instagram at the Celebrating Autism Instagram page. I would really love to hear from you guys. Um, I'd love to hear some fresh ideas and I'm really excited to get some guests going in here and just to hear people's stories. I got a lot of really awesome feedback um, about my series with Tracy McDonald and people really loved hearing her story and were really inspired by her. So I really want to do more of that and please connect with me again at the Celebrating Autism podcast Instagram. You can send me a message um, and I would really love to hear from you guys I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy going into the new year and making sure you're giving your students or your clients or your children uh, so much love and hugs and, and making sure that you as their model are there for them and you know they just look to that so much. So hope everybody's doing well. Really so happy to be back connecting with you guys and I look forward to hearing from you. So have a great week and I'll see you next time. Thanks.